the Democratic Alliance says that if the Unemployment Insurance Fund is unable to cope with the processing and payment of uh, the high volume of COVID-19 benefit applications, then this function should be handed over to the South African Revenue Service. And this comes as a number of people took to Twitter and other platforms to voice their frustration over the process and red tape involved in claiming from the UIF's COVID-19 temporary employer-employee scheme. And uh, this, um, of course, uh, I see I am also receiving quite a bit of, um, you know, frustration uh, venting from uh, social media users regarding this particular matter. And trust, we are trying to get UIF to answer as many of your questions as possible. We don't have them as yet. As soon as we do, certainly we will put them on. But for now, and for more on the DA's perspective, we join on the line by the DA Shadow Minister of Employment and Labour, Dr. Michael Cardo. Thanks so much for your time. It's a pleasure. It's good to be with you. Dr. Cardo, first and foremost, um, uh, when we look at uh, the UIF and uh, its capacity to actually deal uh, with uh, not only its day-to-day task, but with this new flood of claims uh, that are resulting from the COVID-19 temporary employer-employee scheme, um, what's your assessment of that at the moment? Well, the addition of the COVID-19 TERS benefit is going to place a huge, in fact, monumental strain upon the uh, unemployment insurance fund, which, you know, encounters difficulties in administering monies at the best of times. But the new strain that's going to be placed on it just by uh, virtue of the sheer volume of new applications it's going to have to process might, in fact, be devastating. And that's why the DA has suggested that an institution like SARS, which probably has better IT infrastructure in place, might be brought in to help UIS uh, deliver on this. The latest figures we have is that so far the UIF has received 36,000 applications for the COVID-19 TERS benefit, uh, 15,000-odd of those are apparently duplicate applications. Uh, and of the uh, totality of 36,000 applications, only just over 16,000 are in the correct uh, CSV file format. So that means on Saturday uh, last week, on the weekend, 23,000 companies were sent emails by the UIF asking them to resubmit their applications. So... Uh, bearing all that in mind, only 136 applications have been processed by the UIS so far. That's 136 applications out of the initial pool of 36,000 applications. That is a mind-bogglingly slow rate, and clearly assistance is needed if the processing rate, let alone the payout rate, is going to pick up in due course. Have you been able to assess, though? Have you been able to ascertain why uh, it is so slow? Why only 136 at this point? I think the simple answer to that is that the UIF systems are completely overwhelmed. Uh, People are finding it very hard to get through to the National Call Center. Uh, There is a dedicated email address that people can uh, submit their queries and claims to, It's meant to come back with an automated response. Um, I've heard from many uh, small business owners that, in fact, they don't get an automated response. Uh, They don't get any response at all. Uh, I think it's simply a question 
of UIF being completely overloaded. There's clearly not enough uh, human resources on hand to to deal with the volume of applications that they are getting, and they need all the assistance that they can get. Mm. And, you know, you also highlight in your statement uh, that in 2019, uh, UIF paid out uh, 817,743 claims over 12 months. And of these, only 24,743 were made online uh, by you filing. So is that not also part of the problem and also in terms of access uh, for those who may not have the facilities to do this online? Absolutely. So every day I get uh, thousands or at least scores of uh, phone calls and uh, messages from people who are saying, how do I get my ordinary UIF benefits? Because the labor centers are closed. Uh, so in the ordinary course of events, most people who are dependent upon UIF benefits have to go into a labor center to get their continuation form signed. Now, the Department of Labor, for better or for worse, took the decision at the beginning of the lockdown to close all labor centers and therefore, all applications, by that I mean the usual UIF benefit applications, but also this new COVID-19 TERS benefit, all of that has to be done online. Uh, and of course, many people simply don't have the wherewithal to do that. People don't have uh, internet access. They don't have computers. Uh, so it just complicates the whole picture hugely. And just a final question uh, for now, Mr. Carter, with regard to SARS coming to uh, the aid or to assist the UIF in this regard, how exactly would that work? Well, I think they are uh, much better placed, as I said earlier, in terms of um, IT infrastructure to do that. You must remember that in the ordinary course of events, SARS collects UIF money paid over by employers and transfers it to the UIF anyway. Uh, and SARS has all the IRP5 and IT3A records of all employees on their systems. Uh, They also have the bank account details for all these employees and the employer. Uh, And then, of course, the IRP5 and IT3A uh, certificates both carry the details of the UIF payments on the face of the documents. So the information is there. Uh, SARS has it readily accessible, Uh, and they do have a reputation of being a more efficient uh, institution than does UIF. Oh, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Uh, Democratic Alliance Shadow Minister of Employment and Labour, uh, uh, Dr. Michael Cardo.